0: Over the weekend, I was asked where I found you. (laughs) (laughs) Where did you find me? Yeah, so I want to talk about... I want to talk about you! Me? Yeah, I think we should talk about you. I actually get a lot of questions about you. Okay, like what? I mean, seriously, ranging from like, how we met, how we know each other, to all the way to this past weekend, where I got a message that said, last week's episode was our best episode ever, and that you're really... You can see how confident you are in sharing your experiences now, which is really cool because they've watched every single episode.
1: Wow. Okay. So act like you are introing my
0: autobiography. Did you see the words of affirmation come over you right there? Like the (laughs) exact,
1: wow. Can you tell that's my love language?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Tell me I'm doing good. Ah! (laughs) Just the excited, (laughs) just the smile. I watched your face go. You just turned into the Joker.
1: <laughs> it's amazing. You're going to make my face red. Stop. I'm blushing. Oh, my gosh.
0: But seriously, continue. <laughs> okay. Stop it. But seriously, stop But seriously, stop keep it. giving it, it Please, please yes. stop. You shouldn't. <laughs> yeah. So I think we should talk a little bit about you. This okay. This episode. So, so we- like
1: I said, act like I'm writing an autobiography, but you're like doing the, the
0: fo- what is it called? The forward? I guess. <laughs> You wrote yes, you write written, books. Yes, I've written forwards before, too. Okay,
1: so imagine you're writing my forward. Intro me. Who am I?
0: Uh, you're Aisley Herndon. And? You are amazing and the best at everything. Thank you. On your first try.
1: Yes, I'm never <laughs> bad at anything. Never
0: bad at anything. Okay. Yeah, so let's talk a little bit about that. Let's talk about how we met. Okay. The relationship that we hold. Okay. What, and what that actually is. And then we can start going into, you know, some of your experiences and everything. But I really want to make sure at some point... During this cast that we talk about, really the conversation that we had that moved you into um, taking ownership on what you were going to do in your career, or like the path that you could take, because I think that's an important one. Okay. But I want to start with who you are and how we originally met, because the where I wanted to lead, and I think it's important that that people get this too is what is your goal with this podcast? What's your actual goal with it? Okay. Because a lot of people might not understand why, why we're even sitting here.
1: Yeah, I get that question a lot when I'm talking to other people who are my age. Oh, do you? Or I have like friends who are watching who like mm. just tune in or see one reel, mm-hmm. and they're like, "What? What is the purpose of this podcast? And why are you doing it? You're 20 years old. Why are you talking with a? Where are you now 36? I just turned 36. Thirty. Thirty. His birthday was last week. <laughs> a 36 year old man about money. What? What is that doing for you? It's not even entertaining like people are like well, it's not it's I mean I would hope we're entertaining but like it, because it's educational and I'm 20 years old and they're like why are you talking about that yeah so the reason I talk about it um for those of you who don't know or maybe you're new I um own a business I'm a photographer and I'm on my way to financial freedom would you say oh yeah yeah so I feel like by doing it myself and exemplifying it, I can show other people who are my age, especially women, that one, there's a place for them in success. You can be successful at my age. You don't have to take the traditional path.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And two, whatever you want is possible. It's possible to do that. I was told that like photography wasn't a full-time job and it wasn't possible for me to sustain my lifestyle by just being a photographer. So two, that's possible. And three, just no matter what your career path is, that you can find financial freedom. And you don't have to be 50 when you do it.
0: Yeah, so your big, so your, your big reason on doing on wanting to do the podcast together because just for full disclosure, I mean you were terrified to be in front of the camera.
1: <sighs> yeah, it was really tough the first time we did it. Well, because this podcast was supposed to be yours. Yeah. It was supposed to be your podcast, and then you're like, easily, I want you to interview me, get in front of the camera." And I was like, "No." And then it became our podcast. <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, no, I want I, not just an interview. I wanted you to be on it. I wanted yeah. you to be a staple of it. I think yeah. that was important.
1: But you introduced it to me as just like one episode to like lure me in. You're like, oh you yeah, can I mean, I, I
0: we had we had to schmooze you over. Yeah, bit. yeah, we, <laughs> we had to we had to bring you in slow. It <laughs> took a lot of convincing to make this happen. <laughs> Until finally, it was like, hey, you're going to be on the podcast. <laughs> I, was like, I was like,
1: no, no. Just... shaking in my boots.
0: Yeah, no, it's been really cool to see and see you progress in it too, even just in the first handful of episodes. Yeah. So your big reason I want to do it is you wanted to empower other women that are your age and have somebody to look up to because something that you talk about quite a bit is when you were 14, 15, 16, which was an hour and a half ago. <laughs> 14, 14,
1: I'm 20. <laughs> I don't know if I said that. I am 20.
0: Yeah. When you were four, 14, 15, 16 at the time, like you didn't feel like you had... I mean, I don't know how much direction you should really have at 14, 15, 16 anyways, but like to your point, you wanted somebody to look up to because not everybody has somebody in their life that they're going to be able to ask questions to, which was one of the, conver- which was one of the ongoing conversations that you and I had was all about like, what do you like to do? Uh, I like taking pictures. Oh, you can do, you can, you can make a lot of money doing that. Like, no, I can't. It's like a hobby. Like, no, you can make a lot of money doing that. And you said a minute ago, like, on your way to financial freedom, probably, a lot of people would probably consider you financially free already because you're a high-income earner now. Yeah. But really, you're just starting to build your assets now. That way, the assets can take care of the consistent income. So if you choose to build the photography or not, like, yeah. you can still be able to live the, the life that you're living right now.
1: I think to what you were saying about me being like 14, 15 and not having somebody to look up to... I think that's another reason why I think what I'm doing, like what we're doing is really important is because when I was 14 and 15, I didn't have somebody necessarily in my life, like our relationship to look up to, Yeah. but I used YouTube. Like it was my job and I was looking up to YouTubers and what they were doing. I was looking up to photographers on YouTube, even just vloggers, like lifestyle vloggers and stuff like that. Because when I first started and I bought the camera, I wanted to do videography and I wanted to be a YouTuber was the goal. And then it evolved into what I'm doing now. But I was looking up to people who were like, teaching photo on youtube and and taking these really cool pictures and stuff like that and so even not only just as a photographer just a business owner at my age i think it's really important to have somebody out there who like i said is my age doing that because i had youtubers when i was younger showing me
0: yeah so i forgot you did i forgot you were really into the travel vlog stuff for a period of time like, yeah i was like i remember i remember i remember now I remember that being a part of it. Maybe that's even how the conversation came up originally. Maybe you were watching something. Yeah. And then, and, and maybe you were bringing that up. I can't remember any names or anything like that, but I remember there, like
1: Sawyer Hartman, all of the all of the travel YouTubers who you're going to
0: name every travel YouTuber no. and I'm going to go who 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 because who, 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 that's and what who. you did that
1: day. Yeah. <laughs> but all of the travel YouTubers who, um, like traveled the world and recorded their life, but also were like photographers too. They had really good like photography and videography skills, which yeah. is how they like supported themselves. Yeah. So that's who I was looking up to at the time. That's and obviously cool. the vision has evolved now because I'm doing like I'm not doing that, but to some extent I kind of am.
0: Do you find it interesting that you're on YouTube now?
1: I do find it interesting and I think it's one of those things where you say you're gonna do it over and over again, you like speak it into your life and you'll end up doing it. Like when I hit my first hundred K on TikTok and I was getting like bigger on TikTok with that series.
0: I remember my first hundred K on TikTok.
1: No, you don't, because you don't, huh? I like, know. Okay. Um, <laughs> don't lie to the people. I
0: do, though. I remember my first thousand.
1: <laughs> yeah, you do. It was yesterday. It's like last week.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it was really cool when I was doing that, because it was like, okay, but I'm doing this in my own way. I'm using photography. I'm not doing what I thought I would be doing, but I'm still on social
0: media, and I still have a following now. Yeah, it's cool how it evolved for you. Yeah. Okay. So, how did we meet?
1: You are my uncle... Mm-hmm. we are blood you married my aunt yep so we're not no, no, blood, no, actually not, i'm lying we're not blood no, i
0: guess technically we wouldn't be no 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 Back up a little bit how okay. do we meet so you <laughs> <laughs> no no i want to know how i want th- i want everybody to know how we met and what you thought
1: <laughs> so my aunt was living in the basement of my house for all of like a month of my life and didn't
0: she she had just moved from she was like in between our hour away or something she had just moved it was pretty she had just far. yeah she had just moved from like an hour or something away yeah and, and then so, was there for a few weeks and then was getting another place yeah. yeah
1: so she was in living in my house temporarily um and i was <laughs> in the basement helping her pack up and this freak walks down the stairs with a slipknot sleeve of tattoos on his arm dressed exactly like he is today And introduces himself. And I thought this man was weird and terrifying. (laughs) I was like, there's no way she picked this one. (laughs) (sighs) I actually thought you you were weird. I told my mom. She asked me, like, after you left. And I was like, he's weird. I don't know. (laughs) And now here you are.
0: (laughs) (sighs) I think that's one of my favorites.
1: Like you're, you're, you had like a, I'm going to teach
0: th- you about judging next. Yeah. are going you about judgment book by cover. Yeah. 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 One Slipknot Sleeve.
1: It's Make a little it. scary when you don't know you.
0: Oh, well, that's okay. Okay. Yeah. So that's how we met. I remember it's because it's, yeah, I walked down the steps and we met in. My basement. Yeah. In your basement at the time. Yeah. That's awesome. That's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. So that's how we originally met and then obviously ended up marrying D and then. Yeah. So, uh uncle niece relationship now yeah i got a text over the weekend how how did you find your (laughs) (laughs) co-host i didn't find
1: him he found me yeah he hunted me down yeah i
0: found her he recruited me (laughs) yeah
1: he wanted this talent
0: (laughs) so your so your goal is to well how do you inspire other women like how do you get in front of them then you know like how like how do you actually inspire them you know i mean so you'd have to if you're going to inspire somebody you have to be able to connect with them in some some shape way or form. Yeah. Right? You have, to, you have to meet them where they're at and show them that where they're at is not an indicator of where they can go if they so choose to go somewhere else or rise up. So how do you do that? How do you like how do you want to do that?
1: I think one of the like biggest things that I practice is just like staying grounded is in a way if that makes sense because the only difference between me and the next person like and their like ability to have success is just the fact that I have more experience, and maybe I have more connections, and I and I've done it. And like money is not an indicator of you being better than anybody. Right. So being able to connect with them and them understand that I am I am the same as they are. I am like just like them.
0: What if they're thirty five and you're twenty?
1: That's an interesting question. I was not prepared for. A I was question. not prepared for that follow up i don't really talk to a lot of like 35 year olds who are i know they exist (laughs) (laughs) i mean yes i know 35 year olds exist but i mean like 35 year olds who are looking up to me is what i mean it's a little unfathomable (laughs) please
0: please they definitely exist (laughs) sorry i'm dumb (laughs) no okay i'm not dumb you will get yelled at for that we don't negative speak that wasn't
1: a that wasn't a playful haha way no
0: okay sorry no that <sighs> not was a uh, subconscious slip-ups what that was that's that's not loud. okay so <laughs> yeah, my my, my <laughs> point is like you can connect with anybody whatever the age that they're at obviously you're like what you what you really want is you want to influence and help women that are younger yeah so teenage up through you know your age but i i that was meant to be more of a compliment oh than, thank you Then maybe what you recognize is like, what if they're 35, 40, 45 looking up to you because they're going, you bet on yourself that early. Like, "Ah, that's what I wanted to do. I wonder if I could do that now. Like you're opening doors that you don't realize that you are. Yeah, I guess so. No, I'm I'm telling you, you, you really are. You'll have to stay consistent with it. We'll have to stay consistent with it, obviously. But when you continue to share your ups and downs you will inspire others that whenever wherever you meet them at yeah so if you meet them on a high they'll go you know that's really exciting to me like i felt that before i want to get back to that or if you meet on a low they go you know i was at that stage at one point yeah like i didn't know where the you know was how i was going to pay the bills or how i was going to get through said xyz problem and then they want they they meet you at that low point and then they see you rise back up that gives them hope. It's proof. Yeah, it's, it's it's evidence. So a lot of people are looking for evidence more than just a lot of noise.
1: I think one of my favorite things to do when I'm talking to younger girls, like say I do a lot of seniors in high school photo shoots. Mm-hmm. When we like when we're walking from like a ones, lot, yeah, you a lot. lot, like said, yeah, two hundred of them last year. Um, yeah,
0: didn't you say two? Yeah, a lot. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, my favorite thing is to just make conversation with them. And I always ask them like, what do you want to do? What do you like to do? Do you have plans for after high school? And sometimes you get the most rewarding conversations out of it. Like I'm able to do what you did for me, where one of the girls, she's like, oh, I really want to have this really high position in the FBI, like this unit that there's never been a female in. And me being able to do what you did for me, where you're like, oh, photography can be a job. I'm like, you can absolutely do that. Yeah. Like what's stopping you? And then, you know, we get into the conversation of like, well, and then it just ends up all being like fear and she's in
0: her own way. Yeah. Yeah. Which is the most common yeah. hurdle or the most common wall in front of somebody is themselves. Yeah. So you actually met someone who wants to be 007. Yes. That's amazing. Yeah. That's really cool. I was going to ask if you could give us an example. That's, that's a really, do you have another one like off the top of your head? That was a really good one.
1: Um, not a, a more common one is just cosmetology is one. I get a lot of girls who want to be cosmetologists and they're like, oh, I really like hair and makeup and stuff like that. But then they think they can't get make enough money because you have like, and nothing against people who work at like great clips and things like that. But they think that's what they have
0: to do. Yeah. And that's just like, I know a few people that work at great clips, they do pretty well. Yeah. Because that's, that's, that's another one. You're building a, you're building a business inside of a business are, at that yes. point, so like that's why that is capable and, and, yeah. and works. Like, so they're thinking that they just have to be—it's it's like not a, even the brand; they just have to be inside of a salon.
1: Yeah, they think they like have to be inside of a salon. They can't have their own like schedule hours. They can't uh, build their own business out of it.
0: So they're actually afraid of like their time commitment in it. Yes, more yeah. than like,
1: and they're afraid there's a cap of how much they can make because of where they're at. Yeah, yeah, and so having that conversation with them and being like, I have friends who are really successful yeah. in that i had a girl who wanted
0: to be a tattoo artist
1: and design tattoos
0: and what do you mean they're freaks <laughs> they are freaks they're weird
1: yeah they're freaks yeah they're I freaks i was about to say
0: you have tattoos now too. yeah yeah you've come full circle <laughs> welcome to the freak show yeah yeah now i think what's funny about that is you can tell them you know, so if, if that's a common one that you get, you have an immediate answer of like, this is my friend, Sid. She gets 10 million views every short she puts out because exactly. she's incredible. Yes, like,
1: because she's so talented at what she does and she's mastered her craft.
0: Yeah, and she's yeah. doing makeup stuff. She's doing all kinds of things that I see on my feed all day long because you forget to log out of the account. Yeah, or I, yes. Sorry. <laughs> Hi, Sid.
1: <laughs> Hi, Sidney. Or I have my friends like Grace and Luke where Luke has always wanted to be a YouTuber or something along those lines. And yeah. he, the two of them have like the best personalities for it. Mm-hmm. And we had a conversation one time and I was like, listen, you're never going to know if you never try, you have to start, you have yeah. to start somewhere. And they were scared to post. They post one TikTok and his first TikTok ever. I think it has like 9 million views right now.
0: That's amazing.
1: Like just that conversation sparked it and they're like, oh, we could actually do this and be good at it.
0: Yeah. You got to be able to fall in love with something even if you suck at it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like this podcast,
0: like YouTube, yeah, yeah. Like, YouTube. I don't know if we're any good at it, but I, but I've fallen in love with. Like, I really enjoy doing it. The
1: process is so fun.
0: Yeah, there's something about clicking publish. Like, pre, like when you press publish, there is there is a certain level of excitement behind that for some reason. I don't know yeah. what it is. It's like a weird dopamine. And YouTube knows so well, or Google, like wh- whoever you want to say is running the show since Google owns them, but. They even know because if you get a video that's one out of ten, I even sent you the little video. Like if you get a video that's one out of ten, the best video that you've posted analytically in the past ten that you've posted, it sets off little fireworks on your dashboard.
1: There's the dopamine. Give me that dopamine hit. <laughs> I
0: want it. I'll find it and I'm gonna get it. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, you gotta be able to fall in love with something that you suck at for a while it's yeah. just okay you talked about volleyball before I thought that was interesting cause you sucked at volleyball for a while but you fell in love with it right I you mean, still play today I was,
1: yeah I, I still love volleyball like as a hobby it's fun
0: yeah
1: Um, I sucked at photography when I first started I don't know if you remember but like looking back you they were bad they were not great at all and it took me a long time to start making money on it
0: I think what's interesting too, like to your point on that is that you could probably look back at this in a year yeah. and go like, oh, that sucked. Yeah. Because you just keep progressing.
1: Maybe for the age of when I first started, I was like 14 or 15. Maybe like 14 and 15, I was good. Yeah. For my age. But now maybe. I look back and I'm like, those pictures sucked.
0: Nah, I mean, it can't be age because I could probably take the picture right now and it wouldn't be that good. That's true. You know, so it's yeah. just.
1: I guess the amount of experience it's I have. Just maybe not age. So it's just you developing. So at
0: some point, you've developed a growth mindset somewhere somehow
1: i can tell you when i did when it was in 20 the end of 2021 okay when when my income doubled or tripled but in 2022 yeah because i started that year i watched your videos read your book Mm -hmm. read dustin's book and started that year a like a completely different person mentally yeah yeah
0: that's really interesting so so it it was, it was proof and it was evidence, but, but it was introduced to you through, I mean, what we're doing now.
1: Yeah. This kind of stuff.
0: So that's why you want to share it now. So you want to share that with other people. So you're, so there's a little bit of your goal behind it is I want to introduce people to a growth mindset by some age.
1: Oh, absolutely. Because no matter what your goals are, your interests are, growth mindsets will change your life. Yeah. It'll make, you won't even recognize your life.
0: That doesn't take very long. Either. No. I think that's the impressive at part all. about it. Yeah. I started
1: watching your uh, your courses and stuff in like, I want to say like, was it December?
0: Yeah. Something like that. It was before. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Something Maybe like that. Maybe it was November. Like yeah, October, November, November, December. I was about to say, it was definitely fall to winter. Okay. Yeah. yeah.
1: October, November, December of, of 2021. 2021. Yeah. twenty twenty. And then by twenty by February or March of 2022, Yeah, I was on track to make. My entire year's earning of twenty one.
0: I remember that. In the first in the first quarter you made what you had in the entire entirety of the last year.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Which is insane. Yeah. And all and I was my off season too. Winter's supposed to be my off season.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. I remember that. So like that, too. that
1: was crazy to me too when I was looking at that number and I was like, oh my goodness.
0: Yeah, so it's when you were introduced, like, I'm just going to get better every single day. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm in control of how much I improve, how much I learn, how much I work, how much I control. Yeah, okay. And it was
1: my first time having that self-education, like, dopamine. Yeah. (laughs) Where you're like, oh, I'm getting better. Keep going, keep going. Keep reading books. Keep watching videos. Like... This is amazing. Yeah, podcast, (laughs) podcast. Like, keep yourself busy.
0: So where do where do you want to go then like do you have a do you have a vision or a goal in mind or maybe the next goal i'm actually looking at my vision board right now and i just recognized i was like you do vi- you do vision boards i do i you have do a vision, vision board, board. Yeah. so like my probably, vision
1: board for this year i finished wipe, the
0: entire thing yeah you wiped it out by like february or something stupid or yeah february i think it was march. march yeah
1: yeah that was unbelievable no no i didn't finish it until july because i bought the house in july
0: oh okay yeah okay. the keys of
1: the house so i bought the house in july and that's when my vision board was finished i'm a i, I was tempted to make a second one for the second half of the year why because not? that was crazy
0: yeah why not i might still yeah so what, where is your vision taking you now like where do you where do you really want to go with this maybe where do you where do you let's start here where do you see this where do you see the podcast the financial favorite podcast
1: ideally just reaching as many people as possible yeah. I want to hear more like success stories from it. People who are, are coming to us and they're like, this happened because I started implementing a growth mindset or I'm practicing what you're talking about.
0: Yeah, or it came back after I had a tough time with this or that. And yeah. it helped me elevate myself above it.
1: Exactly. Just being able to reach more people is the goal for me. Even the people we're reaching now, like 600 views, that's really, that makes me so excited.
0: Yeah, six 700 views at a yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. I think we have... I think we just crossed over eighty thousand total. That's crazy to me. And I think our first post was three months ago now. Yeah, yeah. So eighty thousand after three months—that's
1: not bad. No, not at all.
0: Right? No. Yeah, I feel like that's good. Do Do you see this as um like how like how do you want to grow into it like as a person? To the I, podcast? Like, yeah, like that's something that I that's something that I think about. It's like, not, I don't want to just grow something to grow something. I've done that before. It's not. And it just becomes a top line revenue race. And it's not fulfilling anymore. No. No. No, 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 So like, I've found now that if I'm going to be doing something, one it has to pay me many times instead of once, except for this. It's a giant nonprofit.
1: It is a nonprofit, right? <laughs> yeah.
0: It's a big nonprofit. But uh, Thank you, if,
1: Nolan, our producer, for working
0: yeah, for free. Yeah. We have another person working for free. It's amazing. <laughs> if it, We should put out... Uh, training on how to hire people for nothing
1: <laughs> we've got a whole team of like six people working for free right <laughs> for, now. yeah for, and nobody
0: gets paid including us but yeah the <laughs> you know, so everything everything that i do i think about one how how can it pay me a hundred times instead of once so everything i build i want it to stick around that way more people can touch it later on and, yeah. and over time so it's evergreen so that's the first thing and the second thing is i really want to be able to grow inside of it myself and what I mean by that is if I'm not getting if I'm not forced to get better for it to improve I don't want to do it
1: that's exactly what I was thinking because we're starting a new series like a book review series and that's forcing me to get better because I have to read the books and
0: self-educate you have to read the book yes
1: and I have to learn from it yeah and as you were saying earlier where some like a way you can inspire people is by showing your highs and lows I've been really trying lately on my social media to be just more transparent about my business and my life in general, mm-hmm. because as I'm growing, as my business grows on this podcast and we talk about just our experience and things like that, people are going to see when you fail and how you learn from it and what yeah. you take from it. And then they won't make the same mistakes. So that, I mean, just being able, cause I'm, it'll, it's pushing me to get better. I want to be able to come to the podcast the next week and be like, look what I did. Here's how I did it.
0: Yeah, and then you f- you fail far more than you succeed. Yeah, too.
1: yes, you do so much more,
0: which I've learned over over the, over the yeah over the years. You you for every ten failures, you get a little success in there, and it helps the next ten failures to pro- to propel you to the next little success that's slightly above the last one. Like
1: yeah, and failure- the failures you almost want them. You almost You want them faster. Yes, Yes. you want them to come faster. Like, okay, I failed at this. Pick up and keep going. Like you learn to take them better. You learn to fail well. You
0: become desensitized to it. I just want to that's that's why one of my favorite lines on this planet is I just want to practice well. Yeah. So I have difficulty sometimes answering the question of like what goals do you have? I just want to practice well, man. Yeah. Like, yeah, my ultimate goal and financial suffering. I (laughs) I had somebody the other day, they're like, You really think that's possible? (laughs) Like, I do I think that I could possibly end financial suffering for everybody on this planet by the time that I'm gone. I don't know. It's that one's pretty big, but I think things that are that there's things important enough out there that even if you're likely to fail at it, you should still try it.
1: I mean, yeah. And,
0: and that's the one that I've chosen.
1: And even if this goes out and helps one person, three people, those stories, they're going to go on. It'll change their lives. It'll change their children's lives. Yeah, like it'll change the people around them's lives. So you're impacting more people than you think.
0: There's going to be a ripple effect that I never see. Yes, right? or exactly, that we, or that we never see. In, in like, in in this case, like especially with the podcast. So, I think people get hung up too on, you know, what if my what if my goal isn't just uber uber clear on like the exact path that I'm going to take. I don't think there's any uber clear path that you can take.
1: If it makes anybody feel any better, I don't have a super cut clear goal of where I'm going. I know the life that I want and I can see it. Like the vision board really helps with that. Mm -hmm. I can picture all the pieces that I want and the things that I want to accomplish and the things I want to experience. But I don't have a super clear cut path. I think it kind of is drawing itself As I'm living and experiencing and life goes on.
0: So you used to deal with anxiety, you said. Yeah. How are you just okay with that then? Like where have you found a common ground in there that's like, I'm okay if I just get better each day. I don't have to have like this thing right now and I don't have to be fearful of not achieving X, Y, Z.
1: I think one, faith. Okay. And two, the more that you experience that and you let yourself be okay with not knowing what's coming next... Mm -hmm. the easier it gets and it's almost better that way like i don't know exactly what's coming next but i'm really excited to find out
0: okay at all times so you've created something that you have something to look forward to yeah i think that's really important i think that goes understated it can be as small as like an example of mine is every friday i get pizza man i love fridays yeah i love pizza so every friday i get pizza like i'm able to look forward to that
1: mine is like I've always said my entire life that I want to travel. I want to see as much as possible. I don't need like a fortress of a house. I don't need a big house. I don't need the most expensive car. Mm -hmm. I want to be able to see and experience as much as possible because I am like obsessed with the world and all it has to offer and the cultures and
0: things like that. And
1: so my, my, my pizza every Friday is every time I get to get on an airplane and go somewhere new.
0: Yeah. Which is every hour and a half right now.
1: I do travel (laughs) a lot.
0: How many flights have you taken this year?
1: 24. Five, and by the end of the year, as of right now, I'll probably be at 30. That's pretty good.
0: Yeah. You know how many I've taken this year? How many? Zero. <laughs> <laughs> Not a single one. Yeah. But I'm going to be honest with you. I actually love how opposite we are in that because it gives a different dynamic. And I, that is something that it creates something for you to look forward to. So it continues to push you forward. Yeah. Or, or, or pull you forward, I should say. Because push... I mean we can do a whole episode too on push and pull days. I think that's important. We'll yeah. talk about that sometime. But the you understanding that that this thing that I can be excited about can pull me to to that like figmental finish line or that can pull me towards like that excitement. And mine is basically having a year of rest, even though I've obviously worked a lot this year and yeah. building a lot of new things and working on so many projects. But normally I would be on flight I wouldn't be on twenty five, but I would probably, probably be like on 10, 15. I would probably be between ten and fifteen by yeah. now. Yeah, and you're just
1: going places and doing things and working and
0: yeah, speaking and doing all a of lot of events and things yes, like that. Yeah. Like I am so grateful. I've Hosting said and I going. have said no to every single speaking engagement so far this year that have been offered. Podcast everything. I've yeah. said no to everything, and I'm grateful that I have. Yeah. Because it would have been very easy to just go like. Oh, that's a quick one. That's a quick one. That's a quick one. That's a quick one. And what ended up, and and another big piece of like why I wanted to do that this year, is because Anya, I have a one year old now. Yeah. Right. So she was born last May. So since basically November, I've been able to spend every single day with her. Well, we got back from Bahamas in December. So since December, I've been able to spend every single day with her.
1: That's really amazing. I haven't missed
0: a single day.
1: And that's the most important thing to you. Yeah, especially being right able now. to spend time with your kids. Yeah, because you talk about how I forget the math of it, but you're like, "Me if and I Kenny, man, me and
0: Kenny, for... Ken, Ken, Kenny killed this."
1: Tell me the math, spit it at me. Yeah,
0: so the math is if you spent, yeah, every if you have just gone for every for three days of every month, every month, because we were doing that much traveling, we were doing events and all that. Yeah, just three days, which, which by the way is totally normal. Like if you have a nine to five and you and and you're I'm gonna say nine to five, but say you got an average average hour travel to work, an average hour from work, and you end up working five or six days a week. If you're gone for three days a month, every month, you miss an entire month with your kids that year. And it's like once we did that math, by together, the time we're like, they're eighteen, you missed for... a year and a half of their life. Yeah, yeah, and you can't be so you can't be gone more than three days per month. That's now, crazy. That was what we did. It was just we had a little bit of a compounding effect there, and we're like, oh no. <laughs> Why do we do that? So now whenever we travel, it can't be more than two days. You can't miss more than two days. Yeah. It's kind of a little rule we came up with. Yeah.
1: That's some good math you got there. <laughs>
0: yeah. And you're like, on flight twenty six. But that but that's but I think again, that's why I'm excited about our differences from that.
1: Yeah, and like we've talked about it where I don't want kids I mean, I guess you did have kids around thirty. Why well, it's 30. seven, so yeah. you had kids at thirty. 30. Yeah. I don't want kids until I'm thirty two. Yeah. Like not 32, like 30 also. (laughs) Um, Because I... 32, how
0: oddly specific.
1: Because that gives me all the time to do, like be selfish and do all the things that I want to do. And then exactly those rules. Because I don't want to miss time of my kid's life. Yeah. While I'm out doing things for myself and seeing those goals out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So so your ultimate vision for this like you you want to continue to practice while you want to continue to inspire i don't like i don't have a, like i personally i don't think we've ever really talked about this but i i personally don't have like an end date on this
1: no and i don't don't have a number yeah i don't want to put a number on it because i don't want to be like i'll be happy when
0: yeah well you want to talk about that that was a good principle you just shared
1: sure yeah I'm just saying, I don't, I don't want to put a number on, especially like this, really anything, mm-hmm. but I, especially this, because it's what we're not making money. So then you're just never going to be happy. I don't want to put a number on. I'll be happy when we have a million subscribers or yeah. when we're consistently getting X many views because what if we don't reach it as fast as we want to? we will you'll we'll never be happy. And then we'll experience burnout. We're not getting into that, but we'll just be unhappy with the, <laughs> with the podcast and what we're doing.
0: Yeah, I just want to practice well. Exactly. That and... So let's say the principles and message that we're sharing. Okay. When does it become successful to you? So to me, it doesn't have to have a million views for the message to become become successful. The, 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 the message's validity does not change between one viewer and a million. Exactly. It's either the, the truth and what we've experienced and we're sharing that and you can get better with it or it's not. So yeah. why is it... So most people would consider it a success when, you know, I mean, it got 50,000 views. Like, what a success. Like, why wasn't it a success when it had 500 views?
1: Exactly. That's, that's a really good point. And we've talked lately about how inconsistent views are on social media. Like oh, yeah. Especially. It's crazy. It's yeah. Like, you can especially. just
0: make everybody mad and get a million views. But why is that a success?
1: exactly why is our video with a million views a success when we're just making people angry and they're just arguing in the comments versus a video that has maybe 400 views and it's really useful and one person applied it to their life and it saw a change
0: and the best part about that the video you're specifically talking about that got a million views is it was financial truth it was but since it's short form there's only so much context you can give Mm -hmm. so everyone's just minds just went crazy in other directions yeah. without seeking anything further that's yeah. why i'm that's why i'm like 80 90 sure that short form is completely useless in in every facet it's just it's just too little mm-hmm. and it doesn't actually build somebody up but we'll see in time right we'll we'll, we'll, we'll see in time most of most of the short form stuff that i see that people would consider successful is a complete mind dump useless 25 seconds that you're never going to get back
1: yeah and we've talked about how when, if you put your worth in your short form content, say you want to be a TikToker and you put your worth into that, it's really bad for you. It's
0: well, you experienced a, we, that. I did.
1: I when I first hit a hundred thousand followers on TikTok, and I was how many consistently do you growing? have now? One hundred twenty-seven thousand. <laughs> I've grown twenty thousand since then.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. So well, you, well, once you hit that, mar- well, I think this is important to talk about because once you hit that mark, you kind of you just, you you stopped because you were trying to find your validation in it exactly you're, you're i
1: it. reached about i think i reached 115 mm-hmm. and then i hit like a plateau um because i i wasn't i wasn't into the content i wasn't confident in what i was creating i wasn't feeling creatively charged at all and i just wasn't liking what i was producing like putting out um i was joking like it kind of felt like i was like selling my soul for tiktok and i was like this <laughs> is not this is not what i want to be doing like i don't like this yeah and so i had to take a step back from tiktok specifically because I was like, I'm this isn't doing anything for me anymore. I'm not booking shoots from this. Yeah. I'm not I'm not enjoying making TikToks and I'm just discouraging myself because I'm not getting the views I need to get. I need to stop putting my worth into this. So I took like a six to eight month break off TikTok completely.
0: What what is your feelings on it now? Not necessarily TikTok, just I mean like what you're creating.
1: I'm creating when I want to create
0: okay. and when I
1: feel like something's going to be useful
0: you say what you want to create or when you want to when create? okay so when. maybe
1: not when because you're not always going to feel good so if i were just only creating when i felt good i would never create you're going to
0: create 10 percent of the time yeah, yeah i'm never so going to create
1: um especially just like social media in general when i feel like there's something worth putting out that mm. could be useful to people yeah is when i post so instead of putting like i'm going to post i'm going to make a goal to post two times a day on tiktok every day which is what it was it was i'm going to post twice a day three times a day on a good day on tiktok to grow
0: yeah it,
1: it's not sustainable your foot just being on the gas and you're not putting out content that people actually want to see or has value. If you're, if you're like when I owned a business, I was working full time and I was in school and I was trying to do that.
0: So you're getting hundreds of thousands of views, millions of views. It's like, yeah, you have like 10 million likes or something stupid. Like yeah. That. That's insane. So I, th- I find it interesting that through your faith, through your understanding, your adoption of a growth mindset is that, you find more worth and validity in something that gets four or 500 views right now than a million. Yeah. That's really interesting. I
1: mean, an example of that is my, the two platforms, Instagram and TikTok. They both have, I've had like pretty substantial followers on both. I would say I have 12,000 yeah. on Instagram and like a hundred thousand, hundred twenty. Well you get 000.
0: millions of views on short form stuff on, or reels or whatever.
1: Not, I mean, I've had a few hit a million, but usually yeah. it's like, it's like thousands. A good one will hit like 80,000 yeah. or something like that. And I would take an Instagram video that gets 2,000 views, 3,000 views, even just 1,000 over a TikTok video that gets, say, 10,000. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. Because the people on Instagram want to see what I'm posting. And I'm providing value to them. It feels more community-based. It does feel very much more community-based. And I feel like I'm actually making a change over there. where on TikTok. I'm just posting and you get views and you're like, oh, the vanity metrics, the numbers. You're like, oh, numbers. I'm
0: pretty, con- I'm pretty convinced that YouTube's the only S-tier social media platform, in my opinion. Yeah. Pretty sure it's the only S-tier one. I think everything else is below it. Yeah. And I think a million followers on TikTok is equivalent to a thousand subs on YouTube. I think it's that drastic yeah I, re- I really do i think it's that drastic I would agree. by just having the experiences on both now yeah of 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 seeing the questions and the interactions that i've had with four or five hundred views per video mm-hmm. and having you know stuff get four five six hundred thousand views on a tiktok video yeah and it's so it's just it just plays into the point like you can find you don't have to find your worth in a vanity metric
1: no and the vanity metrics aren't, they're not an accurate measurement of the people you're touching, especially when we're doing like a mission that we have. Yeah. They're, they're just not accurate. A video yeah. could have 400 views and you're going to be like, oh, that's really bad. We have, you know, Yeah. we have 3000 followers on Instagram and the video has 400 views. You're like, that's awful. But what you don't see is maybe five of those people saw it and were touched and are mm-hmm. implementing a change in their life. Yeah. And then the, the 15 people around them, like the circle that grows around them based on that change.
0: Yeah. They go, yeah. Why did you make that change? So that is a goal of yours. Like, yeah. that's where I wanted to get. Yes. Was I wanted you to share that story because I'm sure there's a lot of young women, especially. I mean, I think we, me and you even had this conversation. I think when we first got, when I first ever had any views, cause I had never had any views on anything before. Like, yeah. I was always building in private. Yeah. Like I was always behind a paywall of sorts like if you wanted to learn from me, it had to pay and
1: You yes, knew how had- many views you were gonna get by how many people who were paying for it because they exactly. were paying to watch it. Exactly. I mean yeah. I
0: thousands, thousands, thousands of people have been able to teach, which is amazing. But like the whole point in stepping out of this public spaces were for, for the people that I wasn't able to get in front of or, or maybe who weren't able to pay yet, Yeah. would have an opportunity to learn because you know it's in line with the mission. So I think that's an interesting part. Of 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 you finding, kind of where the importance is for you. It doesn't have to come in, the metric. Yeah, it can come through what you're sharing, or the impact that you're making. Like you don't know, you don't know what's happening outside of your direct interaction with somebody.
1: Exactly. That's and that's really important. Like I said, when you have a mission where you're trying to touch people's lives, and make a positive change in their life.
0: Why do you, Why do you want to change people's lives? Why does it matter?
1: Why does it matter?
0: Yeah. It doesn't have to matter all the time.
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess not. There,
0: there are days where it doesn't matter to me. There are days where I question, "Why did I choose? Why choose this? Because yeah. I could just go buy ten more commission buildings. That you could never see or hear from me again." Yeah, I'm not going to say I'm not going to do that. But you're going to hear and see. <laughs> you're going to hear and see from me. I'm going to buy more buildings. But,
1: but you're going to keep being in a public space.
0: Yeah, you're 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 choosing to do this.
1: Yeah. I mean, in my opinion, I'm like, well, what's the point if you're not helping other people? What do you mean? Like, how do you feel fulfilled? How do helping? you feel fulfilled? You're not helping other people.
0: How do you feel fulfilled?
1: I feel my worst when I'm not helping
0: other people. You feel your worst when you're not? Yeah. Why?
1: Like when I'm, if I were to go show up to a shoot and instead of having those conversations mm-hmm. that where I'm trying to really connect with somebody and like see if I can, you know, help them in any other way than just taking pictures of them. Yeah. Or the shoots where I'm not trying to my best to make them feel like if it's a girl, make her feel beautiful yeah. or make her feel like, you know, um, I feel my worst when I leave them. And then I feel less inspired to go back and do more pictures. Interesting. Yeah. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Stop asking me why.
0: Stop asking me why. I don't want to go deeper.
1: No, no more. No deeper. No,
0: no deeps. No more deeps.
1: It's the same thing as we were talking about where you were like, we were talking about it with, I think Tony and Josh, mm-hmm. where you have to be able to give to receive.
0: Yeah. No, you have to be able to, you have to be open to receiving. Open. Too. yes. You have sorry. To be open yes. To open to receiving. Yes. Yeah.
1: Both ways. Both ways.
0: Yeah. And yeah. So, you have to complete the circle. To have yes. a, To have a circle of giving and receiving. Somebody has yes. to be open to receiving the gift. Yes. Yeah.
1: And when I am able to help other people, mm-hmm. I'm receiving too. Yeah. And you know that. Same thing with you. When you're able to help somebody financially, you're like... Oh, yeah? You feel so fulfilled. You feel so accomplished and like you're...
0: It's my favorite thing. When I see that switch from them going like, oh, wait a second, I have control over this. Or like, oh, I do have potential. Like when I see that switch in their financial life, yeah, it's... I I have difficulty putting it into words.
1: Yeah. It's the same thing when I... I'm taking pictures of somebody and then I get the message back when I send them the the gallery and they're like, I, I'm crying. I've never felt like I get I get this pretty often where like a girl is like, I'm I like, literally have tears in my eyes. I've never felt so beautiful. Or a wedding. I'm like my wedding last week and they're like, We're crying all over again looking at the pictures. Yeah, that's that's cool. my equivalent.
0: Oh, uh, okay. So that, see, that's cool. that's cool. That's cool. That's good to that's good to know. That's why yeah. I, I think it's important for other people to know that too, because there's a lot of people out there not open to receiving. Yeah. So since they're not open to receiving, they're not able to give anymore. And if you want a quick, if you want quick evidence or quick proof of that, just, I just want you to start exhaling and then you can stop exhaling when I get to 10 and I'm just going to go one, two, three, four, five, (laughs) six, and I'm going to sit here until you pass out and you're going to realize, oh, I have to take in. Yeah. You have to receive. That's you receiving. So... I think that's why I'm continuously excited to do the podcast together and continue building together because I can see, I have the honor, right, of seeing your potential. You don't necessarily have the honor of seeing that because you don't have a third person perspective and you're obviously first person view, yeah. right? So I get to see how far you've come in 90 days.
1: Yeah and you're also seeing it from the lens of somebody who's been through these stages of life.
0: Yeah, similarly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not
1: exactly the same. Yeah. But to some extent you you have lived long longer than I have.
0: This this is a fact. You have lived longer. <laughs> this is true.
1: You do have more like wisdom and age.
0: It's just it's so for me it's exciting for you to commit to it. Yeah because you can see a lot of people with a lot of potential and you'll see potential in other people and you go, why don't they just, that's kind of the feeling that I'm talking about right now. Yeah. So that's, I think that's why it's exciting for me to talk about you this episode. That way people can get to know you a little bit better and you're, (laughs) you're more comfortable in sharing what you actually have going on and being transparent in the actions that you're taking and why you're really doing it.
1: Yeah. It also, like I said, it forces me to work harder To want more,
0: I want pain. Give me pain. Yeah, just discomfort. I hate comfort. (laughs) Yeah, because I
1: want more experiences. I want to. I want topics to talk about. I want to tell the people what's going on in my life. The people being you.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Nolan in production. That's who she wants to tell. Yeah. Do you want to hear about what I did today? (laughs) Do Do you want to know about the book that I read? Yeah. I think that's important. I hope. I hope people. I hope people are able to put themselves in your seat too. Yeah. And understand that they don't have to be great at it in the beginning. It's okay to fall in love with something that you suck at for a while and what's important is that you have the ability to learn from it and get better.
1: And the the only difference between me and the person watching is probably just self-education. Yeah. In all in different like in different facets.
0: There's yeah.
1: It's just investing in yourself.
0: It's going to be a big it's going to be a big one for sure. Yeah. I think that was one of, I'm so glad I made you pay for everything. (laughs) I wanted to just give you everything. Like, that's the other thing, too, that I'm proud of you in that, is that I always wanted to give you everything, but you always paid for everything. Yeah, I did. Because there's a switch that goes off in your head that once you commit, like, a physical dollar to something, then then you become mentally committed to it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you find you find more value in it, and like you said, commitment. Yeah,
0: you find value in what you pay for, exactly. and you put time into. Yeah, yeah,
1: like, and I still to this day will say that the price that I paid that is not that much now.
0: Yeah, no, I fraction. paid like five times what it is now. It's a fraction of it now. Yeah. yeah,
1: um, for your courses back then, mm-hmm. I, I would do that all over again, knowing the results that came from it. Oh yeah. Even though I, because I bought the wholesale course. Mm-hmm. even though I'm not wholesaling now.
0: Yeah. I All the, the principles. First, the it.
1: principles, yes. All of the mindset things.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then also the sales portion. Yeah. Just learning how even photography can be about, it's not about the picture you're taking, it's about the connections you make with people. That can be it too. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, you are solving a problem.
1: I am solving a problem, yeah. For sure. Yeah.
0: And then you provide solution, right? You, yep. pre- you prescribe solution and you present yes so you diagnose prescribe present which we've talked about before yeah it's just uh that's the 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 industry that you're choosing to operate within yeah the principles that you that you've been able to apply and practice over over this short period of time has been incredible well i'm glad that we got to talk about you a little bit is there anything that you want to share that you have off top of your head you can say no also no no
1: (laughs) do you have any more questions for me sir
0: no, none. I think this was. I think this was good. I think it was important for people to, to learn about one why you're. I think the big one being the why. Like why are why are you here? Why do you want to be here? Why do yeah. you want to do it? What's your vision and goal for it? And then also a little bit of like, who am I? Yeah, who are you? What you've been through to, to to be here, and how we met, and how you've uh, grown into not thinking that I'm a total freak.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for. Beating the allegations, uh, allegations once again. Beating, yeah,
0: yeah, I'm getting very good at this. Yeah. Yeah. If you guys have found value in this whatsoever, you can find yourself in Aisley's seat. If you can resonate with her whatsoever, make sure to like and subscribe and let us know what you think down below.
1: This was beautiful. Beautiful.
0: As always, it's a wrap.
1: That is a <laughs> wrap. Thanks for listening about me.